Hey podcast, welcome back. My name is Jasmine Wonders. I am one of your co-hosts along with RJ Rome. Before we jump straight into the episode, I want to take a second to say thank you for being here. And if you enjoy this podcast, subscribe, leave us a comment on social with your thoughts. And now to the episode. Welcome to the podcast, Melody. Can you introduce yourself? I am Melody Calder, and I am a romance author. What genres do you write? I write many different um, tropes in romance. Um, all of them are quite steamy. Um, I've done reverse harem. I do male-female, um, urban fantasy, contemporary. Um, I've gotten into some very dark ones. Um, I've done Prison Academy, Paranormal. Do you have a favorite one to write? Um, I think my favorite is contemporary, male-female. I think all of them, I, I try to have a female main character that grows and, you know, maybe going through something hard in life and ends up being stronger in the end. So for you, it's about the journey the characters yeah. take. Okay, gotcha. I like yes. I like books like that. Yeah, I, I do very plot-heavy books most of the time. Is there a, an author that inspired that kind of um, mindset? Um, you know, there actually was no author that inspired it. I think it was just my own life. And my own journeys inspired me to want to give that to other people. Gotcha. And you started off mainly reading first, right? You were an alpha reader? Yes. What yes. was that experience like? Awesome. <laughs> um, it was a very, very fun experience. Um, I certainly learned a lot about the self-publishing process. And um, it, it was nice to see that, you know, people don't just write a book and have it be perfect it takes a whole team to you know make it the best that it can be did you create a team for yourself when you decided you were going to start publishing i did um i actually the team that i was on um the author that i was writing for she was alpha reading for me and told me to take her team members <laughs> Okay. So they That's all... pretty generous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, she's a very, very giving person, and she's actually my co-author on two books, um, and we have two more coming. She's my sister from another mister. Oh, nice. What's it like co-writing? Is it is an easy process, or do you find it easier to write on your own? Um, you know, I think it's easier to write with someone else because we can bounce ideas off each other. And the two of us are just so in sync with our crazy ideas um, that we just, we work so well together. And I know that's normally not the case. Um, so I got very lucky. Yeah, I'm scared to do that. Jasmine actually presented that idea to me a while ago. So we would co-author something and I was 
too yeah. chicken, I guess, to try it. So <laughs> maybe we should try it. <laughs> yeah, you should. It's, it's really fun. Um, everybody has their own way of doing it. And how we do it is, you know, we'll each, she'll write two chapters, then I'll write two chapters, and we'll go through and um, we'll decide what voice, uh, because we have a little bit different writing styles. Um, and then, you know, she'll make the changes or I'll make the changes and um, then we present it to our alphas. <laughs> What's your writing style like? Um, <laughs> it's hard to say. <laughs> I have so many different ones. Mm. Um, I think it's just like the words that I use sometimes are, are not the same as hers. Okay. <laughs> like I'll say... I have no idea, and she'll say, oh, I have no clue. (laughs) But it seems you guys make it work and kind of blend together. Yeah, we do. Um, I know the first book, everyone said that they couldn't tell who wrote what, or they would, um, our alphas would say, oh, I know who wrote this one, and they were insistent that I wrote one part of it. And I'm like, no, I actually did not write that. (laughs) So I read in another interview that you did that just having a conversation with someone can spark an idea, and I'm very much the same. Is there any topics that are off limits to you, though? I would say pedophilia, but then again, I did write a book um, about child brides. So I'm not sure that there's really any topic that's off limits um i guess it just depends on how it's done right like i wouldn't want to show that happening makes sense yeah so what was so great about self-publishing that you decided to jump in um i have wanted to be a writer my entire life um well okay ever since i knew that it was an option when i was in seventh grade and a teacher told me that I should become an author. And I had no idea it was something. <laughs> and in my 20s, I went to some writing courses. There was a published author there. You know, they bring in people from the industry. And at that time, it was ridiculously expensive just to have a chance because you would have to get an agent, get a really great editor that were, you know, editors back then were about $5,000. Wow. Um, And and I know you can still find some that that are that expensive. And the agent would have to send it to all these publishing houses and you'd hope for the best. And I was a single mom. I didn't have that kind of money to invest in it. So I put it off to the side. Um, And then when I started, when I became an alpha, that's when I realized that, oh, there's this whole new self-publishing world out there, and it's now affordable. So I'm just going to try it, and I'll be happy if one person reads my book. (laughs) I just want to have that, make that dream come true. Um, So I did it. (laughs) Do you currently use an, an editor? I have not had very good luck with editors. Um, my last book, I did use an editor. 
Um, and she did a great job. But, you know, it's one of those things where you can have 30 pairs of eyes on it and something always falls through the cracks. Right. I mean, and that's true in traditionally published books as well. I, I always seem to find a mistake or two in a published book. Yes, absolutely. So most of the time I, I edit my own. Um, I've always been really good at editing. That's a good skill to have, for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is there a difference between beta readers and alpha readers? Or in your opinion, is there, there a difference? In my opinion, there is a difference. Okay. Um, alpha readers are reading it as you write it and giving their feedback as you write it, hmm. where beta readers get the finished product and give you the overall impression and make any notes. Okay. Do you use beta readers ever or it's just alpha? I, I do not. Okay. Um, I made the decision that I think I wouldn't change anything. Um, so I just don't think that that's right for me to have the sec- another set of people giving opinions. If that makes any sense. <laughs> For sure. I, I kind of think the, uh, the opposite end of it. I don't want people in my head while I'm writing. So uh-huh. I do use beta readers. But to each their yeah. own, that's what makes this world go around. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so what, what does your writing process look like? Is there something you must have in order to write? I need to have Twizzlers. <laughs> I read you like chocolate. (laughs) I do love chocolate, um, but I can't do that when I'm writing. Otherwise, I'll eat too much of it. (laughs) Yes, I'm a huge chocolate fan. Um, I don't know anybody who isn't, though. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, definitely Twizzlers. Um, I, I just need something in my mouth, which is Okay, that sounds really... <laughs> I was just thinking it, but didn't want to say. <laughs> it's and okay. then I need to, like, have quiet. Um, I write better when I'm doing sprints and competing against people. <laughs> because I want to have the higher word count. I'm very competitive that way. <laughs> so you do challenges. I do challenges. Yes, I do. Has has what's going on in the world right now impacted your writing in any way? Oh, it definitely has. Um, you know, having my kids home mm. has been <laughs> I'm with you on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you know, the they had to do the e-learning, right. and of course, I'm responsible for that because I'm the only one who knows how to work computers, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you know, that took up a lot of my time, and um, I also have my mother-in-law here um, because she was laid off because mm. of the pandemic, mm. so, um, yeah, it's... It's quite crazy around here, <laughs> to say the least. Um, so I haven't had as much time to write, or I find myself 
not writing as well because there's so much going on in the background Mm -hmm. and I can't get away. I can fully relate. Yeah. I think I've had maybe two good writing days since this all started. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) I've found that I have to say I am taking time for myself. Tell my husband, you take care of the kids. I'm leaving for a couple of hours. Are you finding ways to stay creative? Um, yes. Yes. I actually have probably 20 stories in my head right now. That's a lot. That that are like, get out, get out, come out. How many stories do you usually write in, say, a year? Or does it just depend? Well, tomorrow's actually my one-year author-versary. Oh, congratulations. Um, Thank you. And I have written 10 books. That's awesome. Um, Yeah. Well, I guess technically 11, but the 11th one will be published on July 1st, and that's a co-write. And are they typically all novels, or are they um, novellas? Um, typically they're all novels. I have one novella and one of them is a anthology, um, that I just got the rights back to. So that one I'm going to be turning into a full book. Oh, wow. Yeah. While you're writing, do you still make time to read or are you just focused on one? I try to read still um usually I get about an hour at night before I go to bed where I get to read Mm -hmm. um sometimes I'll take a day off and just read because I love to I should do that (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah I mean it's it's really hard to be you know on and creative seven days a week right um and also having a family so I try to have one day where it's no social media no writing nothing speaking of social media Mm -hmm. is that is that something you enjoy doing and do you have a strategy I do um I really enjoy Facebook my Facebook group um that's where we can get a little wild in there and and have a lot of adult fun what's the name of your facebook group it is secret desires okay so it's a steamy type group it's a steamy type group um we have fun in there (laughs) (laughs) we do um every wednesday (laughs) we do where's dildo um so (laughs) there is a dildo um, hidden in a picture, and everyone tries to find it. That's awesome. How did you yeah. come up with that idea? Um, I saw it. Um, I actually get the pictures from the guys at Sub- Subtle Dildo. Okay. Um, and I saw it, and I was doing a takeover. And I'm like, oh, I'm just going to try this out. And it was such a hit that I started doing it in my group, and um, I asked them in a poll if they wanted me to continue to do it and they did so (laughs) they look forward to it they get very upset if I don't post it oh no (laughs) (laughs) um but other social media Instagram I'm not so good at (laughs) I have to say I'm older so um the Instagram and and 
or Twitter, sorry, are a little bit more challenging for me to figure out. Well, don't feel bad because I'm in my 30s and I I hate doing social media, so <laughs> don't feel bad. <laughs> okay, well then I don't feel so bad anymore. Good, good. <laughs> I saw at, I guess maybe for your first book, you used um, someone from Fiverr to create your book cover. Can you uh, talk a little bit about what that is and for people who don't know? Okay, so Fiverr is where you can find um, people to make covers or pretty much do anything virtually for you. They have assistants there. Um, There's blurb writers, there's formatters, there's cover makers. Um, so it was actually a really, really good experience with the cover maker. Mm -hmm. Um, I got very lucky. Um, not so many people do, Mm -hmm. um, but she hit it out of the ballpark the first time around. Um, so that was a really good experience. I didn't have a good experience with the formatter. Mm -hmm. Um, they did not do a good job. Um, but I did find someone who did a wonderful job for me. Okay. And I use her now. She is my formatting goddess. Mm-hmm. Are these services expensive? Like, can an average person who's just starting out afford these services? I think it really does add up. Okay. Um, it, it certainly can add up, especially covers. Right. Um, those are the most expensive part. Well, aside from editing. If you pay an editor... Right. That's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds from what I'm hearing. Um, I did have one that was under $100, um, but there was an issue right, mm. with getting it on time. Uh. Yeah. So um, my formatter is not very expensive, especially for what she does. Um, she puts pictures in there for the chapter headers, and she creates these amazing picture headers and page breaks and she does both the ebook and the paperback oh wow okay Mm -hmm. that's yeah that's helpful it's difficult I've done it myself a couple times now and it is not easy (laughs) it takes a while yeah I've I've learned to just give it to her because I'm not very good at technology I'm even now learning photoshop and it's kind of hilarious (laughs) one one day at a time (laughs) yes (laughs) yes um but people who are good at photoshop you know they can create their own covers if they'd like Mm -hmm. so you have a series secrets in suburbia can you Mm -hmm. tell us about it so secrets in suburbia is a reverse harem contemporary and it's um i guess a little bit suspenseful Um, So the main character, Samantha, moves into a new neighborhood with her husband, and she gets her dream house, and they're, you know, happy to start a family and things like that, Um, and she overhears a conversation that completely upends her world, and she finds out a whole lot of secrets about her husband, her neighbors, and pretty much everyone around her. So it's about her journey of 
trying to figure things out on her own now. So is it a romance or is it something? It is a romance. Now, there is infidelity in there, which a lot of people don't like the infidelity. Right. Um, But it's an infidelity that leads to a happily ever after. Have you gotten um, bad reviews or do you put your disclaimer in there that it has the infidelity? I have my disclaimer in there. Okay. So buyer beware. Um, Yeah, buyer beware. Um, Unfortunately, not everyone reads the whole thing, the whole blurb or the disclaimer. Mm -hmm. Um, So I did get one person who had an issue with it. Um, But that one made me laugh um, because it was just so funny. (laughs) She did the nasty in the bushes with her neighbor. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can't please everybody, so. (laughs) No, no. And I really, I mean, I know that I'm putting my work out there and not everybody is going to like it. Right. And that's fine. You know, I, I appreciate every single review, whether it's good or bad. Right, because... It seems like you're, you're doing it for you and not necessarily worrying about the negative or changing how you write. Exactly. Um, although, you know, there was some of the co- constructive feedback in reviews like, oh, I didn't connect with the characters or there, wa- there wasn't enough character connection in there. And that did help me out um, where, you know, the next books I I think more about the characters and give more descriptions and things like that. Okay. And what's on the horizon? You have any spoilers you could share? (laughs) What's coming out next? What's coming out next? So July 1st is going to be a live drop of a four-author co-write. And it's a very dark romance. Um, It's got a little bit of everything in there. Okay. So Um, it's one... One story done by four authors, or is it an anthology? It is, it's not an anthology. Okay. Um, this is actually the second book in a series. It's a three three book series, and each author is responsible for one set of characters. Okay, and our characters live in the same house. It's a brothel. Um, they're assassins. <laughs> so. That sounds awesome. Sounds interesting. <laughs> Prostitute assassins. I, I don't even know how we came up with this idea. <laughs> it's, it sounds so crazy, but somehow it works. <laughs> I'm going to have to look at this. <laughs> you, you said July 1st. <laughs> July 1st. Yes, the, the first one is out. Um, it's called Deadly Desires, Brothel of the Damned, Book 1. Um, they're they're pretty much vigilantes, so you know there's you know the rapists, the um, child molesters, the doctor who does horrible trials on people um, and ruins their life, um, gay conver- conversion therapists. Those are the type of people who harm others and. They end up dying. Okay, so they're, they're yeah. villains. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, they're the villains. Um, so go figure, the people who are killing are not the villains. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> well, it sounds like you have a lot of fun writing, and you sound like a great author. Oh, thank so you. thank you so much for joining us. 
and we look forward to more from you. Oh, thank you. Look forward to giving you more. <laughs> it was great Thanks meeting so you. It was nice to meet you too. If you made it this far, you survived another episode of Married to My Writing. Stay tuned for our next episode when we interview Angela Kearns. Until next time.